This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Uncertainty for ag with key COVID-19 aid. USDA told to save dairy farmers. And EPA defends crisis enforcement policy. Confusion reigns over COVID-19 relief. Today supposed to be the first day that farms and other small businesses can start applying for those forgivable loans that are intended to help employers cope with the COVID-19 crisis. The Small Business Administration released an interim final rule for the Paycheck Protection Program yesterday. Some experts are raising concerns that revenue limits could exclude many farmers from participating. There has been confusion around the country about whether farmers were even eligible for at all for the PPP. AgriPulse continued to get reports that some SBA field offices were telling farmers that they were ineligible. Now keep in mind, SBA hasn't responded to AgriPulse questions, but the president and CEO of the Farm Credit Council Todd Van Hoos says SBA officials have confirmed in briefings that farms will be eligible for the money. Now take note, Veronica Nye, an economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation, has posted an analysis of the PPP suggesting the value of the program to farms will be limited depending on how it implements eligibility limits. Cut them some slack? Well, maybe In SBA's defense, the agency has had exactly one week to get the $349 billion program up and running. Lawmakers, groups, press SBA on second program. More than 80 House members and a coalition of farm groups are pushing SBA and the Treasury Department to allow farms to participate in a second, more conventional loan program called Economic Injury Disaster Loans, or EIDL. A form for the program excludes farms. But in separate letters, the lawmakers and farm groups say Congress clearly intended to make the 3% loans available to farmers. Many agricultural producers need access to this critical source of financing to help preserve their businesses and avoid further disruptions to our economy and food systems, the farm groups wrote. Dairy presses for expanded sign-up. With farmers dumping their milk, Wisconsin Agriculture Department pleading with USDA to purchase dairy products and reopen enrollment for the 2020 dairy margin coverage. After nearly four years of low prices, 2020 was supposed to be the rebound year for dairy producers as prices began to rise earlier this fall. But Randy Ramadowski, the interim secretary for the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection, tells AgriPulse that isn't the case anymore. The prices dropped substantially, and now's the time when the dairy margin coverage program would be an optimal tool to help mitigate some of those losses, he said. Ramadowski urged Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue to reopen the 2020 enrollment for DMC at a phone call with state ag directors yesterday. He said Purdue told him he would inquire about it. Now keep in mind, it's not just Wisconsin. The National Milk Producers Federation also is urging USDA to purchase dairy products and to reopen DMC enrollment. 
FDA seeks to reassure public. The Food and Drug Administration has released a 30-second public service announcement telling Americans there is plenty of food, it's safe, and there is no evidence to link food or food packaging with transmission of the coronavirus. Frank Giannis, the FDA Deputy Commissioner for Food Policy and Response, is featured on the PSA. Take note. Food and beverage industry groups have issued a six-page guide for how companies should respond when an employee tests positive for COVID-19. The bottom line, any employee that has COVID-19 symptoms should be sent home and monitored. Parts of the facility should be cleaned and disinfected, but operations do not need to come to a halt and food products do not need to be recalled. The document leans heavily on CDC and FDA guidelines. Industry drafts coronavirus credentials. Shelter-in-place orders are popping up all across the country to restrict movement, but agricultural workers and those who transport grains and other commodities need to get where they're going. That's why the National Grain and Feed Association, together with the American Railroads Association and the American Trucking Association, crafted a standardized access credentials letter for their members. National Grain and Feed President and CEO Randy Gordon said yesterday, The Department of Homeland Security declined to put its logo on the letterhead, but did give its tacit approval to the document. In addition, state agriculture departments are being lobbied for their stamp of approval, according to Gordon. EPA defends enforcement policy. EPA officials say their decision to temporarily ease environmental enforcement during the COVID-19 pandemic has been misconstrued. In a letter to lawmakers yesterday, EPA Assistant Administrator Susan Bodine said, contrary to allegations you may have read, EPA continues to enforce the environmental laws. Under the policy released last month, EPA said it did not expect to seek fines for violations of routine monitoring and reporting requirements where EPA determines that COVID-19 caused the noncompliance. Bodine's letter comes uh, the day after environmental groups petitioned EPA to issue an emergency rule protecting public health. EPA is using an unprecedented public health crisis to justify allowing polluters to put our health at an even greater risk at a time when we most need their protection. That Natural Resources Defense Council President and CEO, Gina McCarthy. USDA wrapped over pork processing regs. A federal judge appeared poised to order USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service to re-examine its rule allowing an increase in line speeds at pork slaughter facilities. In a decision allowing a case brought by plant workers to move forward, U.S. District Judge Joan Erickson in Minnesota said FSI has failed to address public comments on worker safety before issuing its final rule. Adam Pulver, an attorney representing United Food and Commercial Workers Union, said the judge's conclusions that the agency's reasoning was insufficient and lacked rational explanation would seem to resolve the ultimate issue in the case. Here's today's He Said It. The pandemic's impact on agriculture is coming in waves due to dramatic changes in demand, 
falling commodity prices, and supply challenges. That Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, arguing that farmers should be eligible for SBA's emergency industry disaster loans. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.